These days I step into the museums smartly dressed. If I had a three-piece suit, I would wear it. Unfortunately, I do not. But today I have a two-piece suit. I suppose you just call that a regular suit. With a blue tie. Smartly. Someone said, sir, you look incredibly smart. Smartly. I feel, I hope, I aspire to be smart. And today I'm here at the Redbud Gallery. Justin Sterling, Windows of Opportunity, that's the title of the exposition. Exhibition, exposition, exhibition. Justin Sterling is the artist. I don't know who he is or where he is, but I suppose he may be black. I'm starting to get the impression. Because one of the, one of the pieces on the wall, and there's quite a few, uh, I'd say maybe 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, about 25 pieces. Each is a window, literally a window frame mounted onto the wall, filled up with a variety of other objects found from, assuming, uh, New York City, Harlem, Brooklyn, maybe other cities. Somebody just walked past me and they smelled lovely. By the way, I'm wearing Declaration by Cartier and the Pride of Armagh, which is a dupe of Baccarat 540. If you know, you know, and if you don't know, well, it's okay. But this Sterling fellow, I, I think he is black because looking at the selection list, we've got one of the pieces that are named Blood on the Leaves, Blood at the Roots. I don't know what that's about, but only a brother would come up with something like that. That's Nina Simone, that's Kanye West. That's the spirit of blackness. And then here, number 15, the shotgun from the Mississippi River Delta. River Delta. And then number 10, Shango's Transatlantic Voyage, Mixed Media, 2020. So these pieces range from 2018 all the way up to, looks like, 2021. And one is already sold. It's called The Unbroken Family Portrait at Night with Rain, Mixed Media, 2019, for the price of $2,500. I'm looking at it across the room, and there's a brother standing in front of me, blocking my way, with his Chicago Reds hat. His shirt says New World Order. I wonder if he listens to Alex Jones. Maybe I'll ask him later. Maybe I'll ask him later. But from this, from this distance, even though I know what's inside of this double-paneled glass frame, it's clearly rocks and broken glass at the bottom, grays and whites, and then on the top two-thirds, it's filled with a type of glittery foam with sand in it. Sand and glittery foam kind of pulled apart, stretching up, stretching up. Looks like a bit like a painting, like a seashore, like a storm, like a ghost. Like a ghost, like a mist. Like a mist on a rocky beach in the middle of the night.
in the middle of a dark night with a starry sky with a starry, starry sky where you can see the galaxy the galaxy that we're in this is an art piece it's phenomenal it's terrifying and it makes me wonder how long these pieces would hold up because just like the subject itself or the medium itself which is broken glass, broken window panels, broken window panes rocks, trash, garbage, stripped window blinds they're all garbage that were once new and in the artist statement Justin Sterling says that the methodology was collecting abandoned windows and other urban objects from various neighborhoods in Brooklyn Lower Manhattan and Queens to repurpose them, imagine their stories again. And he fills them up literally and figuratively with uh, a lot of different things, a variety of media, express both the past and the futures with the language already prompted by the windows in the built environment. But that's enough of the artist statement. How long will this stuff last? Will it last another 30 years? Another 40 years? If somebody drops one of these fucking things, it's going to shatter all over the ground. <laughs> I'm looking on the ground now in the beautiful Red Bud Gallery. I don't know if you've ever been. If you've never met uh, the host here, you've got our friend Gus Copriva. He's the owner. And Tanya Peterson. She's the gallery director. I wonder if any of these pieces have uh, shed any glass on the ground. This guy's definitely black. I'm looking at piece number 12. I don't know what uh, piece this is at the moment, but it has bullet cases, shell cases. I wonder if anybody knows that I'm carrying a gun. I wonder if anybody else here is carrying. This is a free-to-carry state, and the Supreme Court recently did just make the... Uh, well, let's not get into it. They said anybody can carry concealed. It's our constitutional right. Uh, I haven't really looked into it, but that's how it feels like they were telling us. And I live in Texas, and I already have the right to carry. But uh, I think, you know, in some ways, what we're learning is that even the licenses to have a concealed carry are somewhat unconstitutional because you shouldn't need a license. Nonetheless, in piece number 12, there's bullet holes and bullet casings inside of the double panel glass. I don't know what's up with this black glitter foam, where he gets it from or how he gets it inside. But the cracks are held together by maybe acrylic paint, maybe a black glossy caulk. This guy's definitely black. I don't know who he is or where he is, but if he's not black shit, I'll be, I'll be surprised. And if he's not fully black, like African-American black, then he's black enough. Right? Most of the frames seem like they're from the same place. Maybe they're all from the same neighborhood or from the same building. Isn't that the great utility of being an artist? Being able to be so resourceful as to turn trash into something that can tell a story, something delectable, delightful. Look at Tanya. She's over there carrying three bottles of wine, talking to someone's son. <laughs> This guy is really excited to introduce Tanya to their son. Maybe he's an artist. Maybe they're trying to get a show, get represented 
She is a treat and a pleasure, and I look forward to working with her in the future. Nonetheless, let's carry on, carry on, carry on. I'd like to do a virtual tour of this exhibit, and I don't know, maybe have a conversation with the artist. I don't think he's from Texas. I actually think he's from New York. He's got to be from the East Coast. Otherwise, why would he be sourcing all his materials from there? Who knows? Who cares? Who gives a shit? The fact is, the work was nice. It's interesting. I'm not sure if I would pay because I don't have any fucking money. I can't get a job. It's hard out here. It's 2022. July the 2nd, is it? July the 3rd? It's hard out here. But if I did have some cash, what piece would I get? I'd rather not think of that. I'd rather think if I could get away with it, what piece would I steal? It'd probably be the triptych. And uh, maybe that'll be the image, the cover image. Number 15, the shotgun from the Mississippi River Delta Mixed Media Triptych 2018. The piece on the left is some Kyrie shells, Kyrie shells with uh, what you call like uh, window blinds stuffed in between. And then the piece in the middle is literally a boarded up window. He's taken some woods and wood strips not necessarily two by fours, more like three by one. <laughs> Little panels and just boarded up the window. And then the one on the right is stuffed again, filled to the brim with that black tar-like caulk foam. I've had a bad experience with caulk recently. I was working a job up in Northeast Houston uh, as, a, as, a, as a carpenter's hand. And uh, as I was applying all of the caulk to the outside of this property, uh, the property manager, or at least the uh, construction manager, when I went on lunch break, she gave me a call and told me that the uh, way that I had laid it on, on t- covered up the nails, wasn't necessarily up to her standard. <sighs> well, I told her I understand, and she said that she wanted to call it a day, and said that that's a wrap. Me personally, I thought that was a crock of bullshit and it was a little bit unfair. People always want to save money. Instead of hiring a real carpenter, they they decided to hire a carpenter's helper. I I mean, I even offered my services for free for the rest of the day. Don't tell the... uh, Don't tell the... The service that I work through about this, right? Uh, the labor labor ready type you know I don't even know if I want to tell you the name of them but they're good people <sighs> they try to get the most for the least they were good folks who immigrants Jamaicans came from Florida out here flipping houses supposedly doing things eco you know in green way but everything in this fucking house is pretty standard I don't know what that was all about. Nonetheless, whenever I see caulk now, I get a little bit triggered, a little bit trauma. Oh, there's beautiful women in here. That's always nice. This is the real reason to come to an art show, right? Fall in love, maybe. But I have no money. (laughs) I can show you a good time, but 
frankly, I don't have the time to show you a good time. If I can get a hold of the artist, maybe I'll do an interview on the spot tonight. He's probably black. <laughs>